0: Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 45 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your headphones and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. Um, so, guys, I was on Facebook the other day and uh, I decided to start a thread. Uh, to try to, just to get a little bit of, of uh, research about, you know, what what are those things that people do outside of going to Hongdae and Itaewon? Because I went all full confession here. When I was a new teacher, um, and for the first several years, I was kind of a permanent fixture uh, down in in Hongdae and Itaewon. That's where I spent most of my free time. Um, I think there's a statue of me in in Itaewon somewhere uh commemorating it's the one
1: that's it's like behind the dumpster right it's behind the dumpster
0: (laughs) it's kind of uh hunched over uh yeah uh vomiting Uh, um
1: no it's called tall bald man
0: tall bald man and i I had a little hair back then not it wasn't a full head um corrected but uh yeah i mean it it kind of I, i if you ever do one of those thought experiments where if you you know where you like uh ask yourself you know like i wonder how much money I've spent on alcohol in my life. And it's the answer, it's kind of an answer you don't want to know, you know, but um, I, I would say curious. A, a pretty penny down there in Hongdae and Nitaewon for me, for myself personally. But uh, I, I threw out this uh, question in the thread was, uh, you know, outside of like, you know, the, the uh, Hongdae and what are some of the activities and things that, that, you, that you guys do? And these are uh, teacher groups that I'm, uh, not just teacher groups, expat groups, you know, what are some of the activities that you guys do, um, you know, got involved in in Korea? And and my second question was, how much was language a barrier? Because I think that's something that a lot of people are a little bit uh, hesitant about is like, well, I can't speak Korean, so I can't take this class. I can't join this this club or whatever. And so mm. I got a lot of really interesting answers. But I think I'll just start with you guys first. You know, like what uh, you know, what did I want
1: to I want to be specific with this one when we're starting about talking about what what we do. Let's Mm -hmm. start not about what we do now, because now we've been here for a really long time and we've got the system down, we've got some language and things like that. And my first year plus in Korea, I spent a lot of time in Hongdae and in Itaewon as well. I love those places, Hongdae is really fun. But that same year, I was also involved, I think my main hobby that first year I was here, I was doing kongsudo, which is a a kind of martial arts in here. And so that was when I was still really new to create even though I was you know out and and partying as well that's when I was new and still trying to find stuff and I I got into martial arts
0: again weren't Um, you were you nervous about it though I mean I for myself I I feel like it was too scary yeah I I felt incompetent you know like linguistically uh,
1: see again for me in this specific situation at least I was really lucky because uh, as I, I mentioned during one of our very early episodes, maybe like the, the how we came, maybe it was in episode one, how we came here. Uh, my I was working with, there was one foreigner in the Hagwan where I was working, James, who was a Gilpo. James, if you're ever listening to this, give me a call. Um, good guy. And he, he, again, he saved me and, and introduced me to Korea and made life very comfortable for me because he spoke Korean decently well and had been living in Korea and understood culture and everything like that. And he was doing Tsudo at the studio, first mm-hmm. and, and so he was already he'd already uh, been so he going there for, you into the exactly
0: full, yeah, so okay.
1: he was like he was like yo you, you want to join me for some martial arts and I was like yeah that sounds really cool and so then I went and he did a lot of translation for me but to, to be clear even though he was translating um, for the important things you know when you're in the middle of a martial arts class you don't really have time to to translate full sentences and, and, and things like that. You know, he might yell like one or two commands or something over at me just to, if I was completely like mm, lost. But what I found was that you can do pretty well, even without any language, especially with these types of physical activities. Like I did yoga in another studio and kung Fu do is pretty easy as well, or any martial art in, for this, mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's just following along, right? Master's up in the front of the room, he's doing a bunch of punches, I do a bunch of punches. He does a bunch of kicks, I do a bunch of kicks. And and so it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. And... And everyone was really cool and everyone was really friendly in, in there as well. Like, you know, there was the other guys and they spoke as much English as I spoke Korean at the time, but we'd be in, in the changing room, you know, putting on our clothes and, and just joking around as much as we could, or as little as we could. And it was, it was a fun experience. And then I ended up going to Hongdae day with those guys and hang out, even though, again, our communication was, was minimal at best. Yeah. Um, it, it didn't affect, it had very little effect on my overall ability to enjoy the hobby yeah There, and so it's a matter of just jumping in and 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 going for it because language depending on the hobby is de- maybe not as important and what did you guys do your yeah. first year and we can talk about what we're doing now but well, maybe, I'll, I'll, maybe i'll maybe ask
0: ryan did you have like a what was your first like formal you know kind of class like hobby in korea did did you did you sign up for anything like that or or participate in anything like that um when i came
2: to korea before i really dug into anything that i needed to do like professionally like the reason for being here i spent the first uh, about a month and a half um just getting used to being here so i took a class i took korean class um through that you know you meet some people and i already had an advantage because i had um a friend who had lived here for a year prior and he's a very social guy in general, but he, I, he really flourished here. Um, you know, mm-hmm. some people like they really do well in foreign settings. I know. Uh, yeah. Just it's if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't traveled yet, you might surprise yourself. I, yeah. mean, I know I, do. Um, I'm way more social when I'm on the road. I don't know where it comes from. Cause it's not my personality, but get me away from the routine. And suddenly I love meeting everybody um so anyway yeah he's he's like this uh by default and so it was like turned up to 11 when he came here so i landed and i was with a crew of like maybe like 20 people and among them they were a little abnormal for the average foreigners most of them were foreigners uh in that they were all like really stoked on being in korea and learning the language learning the culture um a little bit more than what I would consider like average. So, the group I was with of foreigners really plugged into groups of friends who were also Korean, and so I
0: had um,
2: kind of I had an easy landing. I mean, it couldn't have been
0: easier. Your Your experience, like your initial like uh, you know experience in Korea, is unlike anyone I've met before. Like your, your yeah. yours is yours is really special, and and in yeah, like a really yeah. good way too. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah i mean i was it was a i was blessed like i think most people when they arrive they're coming solo Mm -hmm. um maybe with one friend or maybe with a boyfriend or girlfriend um or something like this but typically solo um and even if you're with a friend then it's like the two of you making your way and doing things like what kevin's talking about like joining um classes and clubs i mean it's got to be clutch to being Mm -hmm. in a new place um but yeah I, i didn't i didn't uh have so much of a need for that. So that first year, um, I took a little Korean class briefly, uh, traveled a lot, a lot, Um, domestically, got around Korea a bit. Um, Yeah, I wasn't biking yet. Uh, I hadn't really explored urban running. Like I was, that's something I can talk about later because now you know that's like my biggest thing um whereas back in chicago i would only run in the parks or on the tracks like specific places mm-hmm. um or treadmill that i had in the house um yeah but it's it, it's yeah, it
0: was- the really it, it's really cool because we you know we've been here a long time you guys came here 15 years ago about, about. Ever, would that be right i came here 20 mm-hmm. years ago you know it was 2002 um, you know when i came here it was hard to find bread you know what I mean? Like there was like one bread, like the white bread, you know, wonder bread. It was there wasn't like puri baguette wasn't, you know, ubiquitous. And, and uh, you know, um, I think at the time the new thing was like Kimbap Changguk was like the new thing was these like Kimbap Changguk restaurants and stuff like that. Um, so as far as like when I was reading through the comments from uh, the, the comments on Facebook from the expats, a, a lot of them are describing um, activities that weren't really accessible 20 years ago. I mean, I'm sure they had yoga classes 20 years ago, but getting in, you know, as far as just like how how many yoga studios there are now, I see them everywhere. And so oh, yeah. uh, p- Pilates. So I'm just looking through the, I'm just kind of looking through some of the comments. I found a I,
1: yoga place my, my second year here in Korea. Actually, I was down in Suwon as well at this time. So this was back in, 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in Suwon, I found a yoga studio down there to to join. Uh, and that was the same thing actually. I got into that, and I, again, I'd done yoga a lot when I was in university. And so, because I already had a, a background in it, it wasn't very hard for me to copy. Like I didn't know I didn't know what the hell they were saying, especially yoga poses. Something interesting about yoga, by the way, in Korea. In, in for any yoga doers out there. Um, in America, they tend to use always the American pose names, like, you know, chair, wheel, crow, things like that. In Korea, um, even though they're speaking Korean, they tend to use all the Sanskrit names.
0: Oh, uh, the really? So it'll be buhlasana. like Ashtanga, whatever. Well, Ash- yeah, Ashtanga I, is a I don't know what that means. Yoga, but yes, okay. <laughs> um,
1: but they use the, the, yeah. the Sanskrit names. And so even though they were speaking... Even though, so they're speaking Korean already, so I don't understand what they're saying, and then they're using the Sanskrit names for the poses, and so I really don't know what they're saying. Even if, even if it was in English, I still wouldn't have known what so what you're they were like saying.
0: two two degrees of separation away yeah, from understanding that. But
1: yeah. again, like any physical, like the martial arts class, I I already had a background in yoga from from doing it in university, and so it's not that hard to really quick look up at the at the teacher who's at the front and be like, oh, she's doing that, and then I do it because I already know what it is. And so I was like one pose behind everyone in the class, yeah. but I was able to follow along. So yoga existed then. Um, now definitely it's easier. I actually just a couple of years ago, a few years ago now, pandemic has messed my whole internal time client timeline up. Um, I found a really good yoga studio in Itaewon that's an English based and they actually have like power yoga and things like that. So now there's even English yoga, which is easier to do. But yeah, there's sure. that's everywhere.
2: Exercise is everywhere. Yeah, and if it, if yeah.
0: Sorry, listening, go
2: ahead. if they want to like do things like um, one-on-one, like personal training, uh, I was yeah. kind of surprised to discover that you don't really have to find like specifically English-speaking services. Like, people will just struggle with you if you mm. aren't yeah. like capable in the language. It's like, yeah, um, it's a lot more, it's much more of an open door than you might be thinking. So if that's something that you're something, home, you want to do that when you get here with a trainer, don't worry about it.
1: And something along the line, those lines is, you know, you, you said Jack that you're really afraid of, of, you were afraid of trying to like stumble through it without language. Yeah. For people who haven't traveled, if you have traveled, you've already experienced this, and you haven't really traveled that much, it's amazing what you can do without language.
0: Yeah. Or, or <laughs> just really with like, body, you mean with like facial expressions, body language. Exactly.
1: And and like mm-hmm. Ryan said, people here are very overall willing to <laughs> to sweat it out with you and, and get you to understand whatever it is that it'll be that fun. you need to
2: be doing it'll be fun. like in a situation like that if you're with a personal trainer you're gonna feel a little nervous and awkward maybe i could see that but it'll just be fun
0: and you, you yeah. guys you guys completely nailed the the consensus as far as what the responses were because everybody's had the same response as you. It's like, oh, I don't speak, I didn't speak much Korean, but they worked with me. I was able to, you know, figure it out together using body language, facial, you know, just expressions and stuff like that. And so um, they were able to, you know, take these classes and, and participate in them. And it ended up for some of the, the respondents, you know, it, it was completely, it completely changed their experience in Korea because they, they made Mm. friends, uh, not just with like other foreigners, but they made, they, they uh, formed close friendships with other Korean people with, with native uh, people here and were able to, uh, you know, go have dinner at their house, uh, see, see parts of the country and experience things that you would never, you know, kind of have access to without knowing somebody who's Korean, you know?
1: I think that's one of the great things about those types of hobbies as well. And I actually recommend this for people who, for, for, I it to, to my students as well, but just for anyone, if you want to learn the language, learning that kind, going to this type of club or activity or something like that is the best way to do it. Because, you know, like language exchanges or going to the bar or something like that, like you might be able to practice your Korean or English, you know, if I'm talking to my students, but then you're just, you're, you're sitting around drinking and you're like, oh, what do we talk about other than drinking? right? And there's not much there. But when you're going to a yoga club, or when I started doing free diving, for example, or or whatever, whatever it is, you know, everyone has their own thing. You're there because you love activity, activity A, whatever that, that activity is. And the other people who are Korean people are also there because they love activity A. And so therefore, you have something to talk about. And so it gives you a reason, like, I want to talk to you, not because I'm trying to work on my Korean but Because I want to talk to you, because I want to talk about the ho- the hobby, whatever the interest is. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's so it keeps of general, like, it makes it much like more a easy to learn life too, right? <laughs> we should just change this the, the life. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like if you're <laughs> it's you know, like true, a young, it's you're young university student and you think you just want to hang out at the pub every night, and I mean, sure, that's cool. You could have some fun, but if you want to network and make useful relationships, meaningful relationships you know things that'll carry you forward in both like everything from you know your job to romance do like kevin's talking i mean do something yeah Yeah. true
0: true but it's such a trap though i you know what i mean like it's so drinking culture here you know is so there's such less judgment you know like in than in america you know what i mean like it's a I know it sounds terrible, but it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, the movie leaving Las Vegas or something, you know, where he's just like, I'm just going to go to Vegas and, and, dr-. you know, it's, it's uh, it, it is a trap that can suck you in. And you have to fight against that, especially if you have that, that kind of personality, like, 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 like I did, like, I like going out, you know, I do, but it does get so repetitive and so redundant and and it's so, you're not learning anything. You're not, you're not, you're not moving forward. And so, well, and
1: and with drinking, remember that I, I think these these things are not mutually exclusive. Jack, I had another friend of mine a few years ago who, and this is very expat community. And again, now, you know, not, we've already, we've mostly been talking about hobbies with Korean people, but the expat community in Korea is, is huge at this point now. And you can find most of whatever you want to do in English. So I had a, a buddy of mine who loved to go out to itaewon and go drinking good good on him um and he loved playing darts and so he joined a dart league in, mm-hmm. in itaewon that's and on the list so yeah, yeah <laughs> there you go um and so he was he would you know every i don't remember what it was wednesday thursday night or whatever whatever darts night was he would go out and, and he put one or two or three pints into his head every every night but he was socially doing it not just for the sake of let's go eat one and, and and drink, but you know I'm I'm yeah. playing an activity. I'm 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 doing my. Yeah. my thing. I, wasn't make
2: well. I wasn't trying to so, make any judgment against yeah. like drinking. That wasn't my point. Like if someone like joins a club where they're doing whatever, like they want to ride bicycles, but the club drinks a beer every kilometer. Fine, if that's what's fun. I was just saying that yeah. it's. I just, I was just saying that to kilometer beers on a bike like. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say is like if you're traveling, like not even in Korea, if you're just in a new city, if you're just landing in a new neighborhood where you don't know people, like the default often is, hey, I'm just gonna go and like crawl around tonight, see what's going on. What you're probably gonna get is like a few pints, right? Yeah. Might might make some buddies or whatever. But if you wanna if you want to actually like get to know the culture of an area, especially if you're on the road traveling, one of the smartest things you can do is just join a class, like especially if you're backpacking. There's so many like day classes anywhere you go. Just go take a painting class, you know?
0: And they, right. The community centers often offer free stuff too. Like there is, there are things for, uh for expats here that are kind of uh, culturally, there's a ton of stuff, but, but yeah, I'm sure but there's the, like
1: kimchi making classes and stuff like that yeah. like
0: all the time. I'm, I'm being, I'm being a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating or I don't want to say playing like devil's advocate or whatever, but. Um I'm I'm kind of trying to give a counterpoint to that narrative that you hear often is that oh Korea, you you were you you teach in Korea, you live in Korea. Oh, it's just, a, just for drinking, you know, that's all you do there. You just get drunk. Is that, that know, a thing? Because... Do, pe- do people think that? I, I oh, yeah, yeah, have, yeah. I mean, they think it's a big, you know, like a big drinking a uh, you know, okay. you're teacher uh slash weekend warrior, you know go out I every guess it Thursday really depends on day. the
1: type of expat you are I mean if, if we've been here for a really long time and so our lives now have you know we're older <laughs> I can't I can't drink as much as I used to just straight up I, I hangovers are bad, bad. <laughs> when I first came to Korea yeah. it wasn't a big deal but you know if you're here for one year doing a hagwon job then yeah going out is going to be much more of uh, an activity than, I mean, it was my first year here than, than other things, but you can still find those other things.
0: And we can, we don't have to keep going on about the the drinking thing, but I was just, I was just interested in how many responses I got that were so diverse that were, Mm. that people were getting into even after just being here for a short while. So, i just i'm just gonna throw some at you guys well and, jack before uh, before yeah. you
1: do that what You're have sure. you gotten into because you haven't actually told us what what are you some of your hobbies are okay. like so, when you first started.
0: all right uh like i said the f- full confession i would say my first uh you know five or six years in korea i was a piss artist you know it was all it was itaewon it was hongdae then it was hongdae and itaewon and uh around you know the age of like 29 I, I got my stuff together. I kind of got myself together. Um, I started teaching at Jungang University. That, or I got the, the uni job. I uh, took it uh, very seriously and uh, got married, had a kid, went back, uh, went back to school. You know, a lot of really good hobby. things happened in my 30s. Right. But uh, so building up to that, um, I, I started uh, uh, learning jujitsu. That was uh, nice. one, one thing that I actually did, which is... I realized uh, very, very popular, it's a very, very popular activity among uh, expats. Um, there were, oh. you know, for every like three or four comments, uh, as far as like martial arts is concerned, um, it was jujitsu. And uh, I know there's, a, there's an academy called the John Frankel. Uh, he's a, uh, I think he trained with uh, Henzo Gracie. I know he trained at the Gracie Academy and then he came to Korea and he kind of started uh, jujitsu in, in Korea and trained a cool. bunch of teachers who are kind of spread out all over. And, uh, you know, I, I had a problem with the language barrier, too, because my master didn't speak any English. And uh, and also, I was a little bit older. Like I said, I'm, I was kind of behind the curve a little bit. So I, I got into these activities a little bit later after I'd been here for, you know, more than 10 or 15 years uh, when I started getting into uh, uh, jiu-jitsu. And... Uh, and I did find it challenging to when they're trying to explain something, um, but I think jujitsu is a little bit different than like taekwondo or or hapkido or something in that there's some very technical um, thing. There are very te- technical aspects of it that are a little bit difficult without having somebody explain it in English. And so uh, oh, okay. there were a couple of foreigners in the in the class, and we 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 got by and stuff. But, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time getting uh, choked out and uh, tapping out. Uh, I'm sure it was enjoyable. That's for part the of learning jiu-jitsu. Yeah, just purple belts and, and uh, blue belts beating the shit out of me for an hour and a half every day, which I, I would leave with the biggest smile on my face. It was the happiest time. Um, unfortunately, I, I quit uh, uh, due to a uh, broken rib injury, but uh, oh. it was... Uh, it was, it was great fun. It was great fun. I, I loved, I still love it, but. Uh, it's interesting I, how you
1: said that there's so many jujitsu things around. I think one thing as well is it's
0: really amazing.
1: Whatever. So many hobbies that you get into in Korea, because it, it's important for a lot of people to remember if they haven't been in Korea, depending on where they come from, Korea has got a lot of people in a small area, right? I mean, Seoul and Gyeonggi surrounding there's 20 million people people here. It's crazy. Just, just 10 million in Seoul. So whatever hobby you get into, there's a fucking lot of people that are doing it here. Like a lot. I was shocked a few years ago when I was in uni, uni again, I used to do a lot of rock climbing. And so I brought my, my shoes and my, my harness here when I came and I didn't touch them for 10 years because I just didn't know anyone then. but I was like, someday I'm going to get back into rock climbing. And then finally, a few years ago, um, a friend of a friend was like, Oh wait, you like rock climbing. I do too. Let's, let's go out together. And um, I'm sure you guys have noticed if you're just around the city, there's like outside rock walls, you know, like there's some up on yeah, there's some yeah. by the river there, there's just all over the place in the city. It's really kind of cool. There's free walls that you can use as long as you have the gear. And so he was like, I've got the gear, let's, let's go to a wall. And so we go out to this wall to try and start climbing and me and, and him were two relatively young guys, you know, we were in our like early thirties at the time. And but neither of us had been climbing in a long time. We're like, let's see how well we can we can do this. And we get out there, and there's all these like old, not old old, but like Korean people in their like 50s, even 60s, and they're just rocking these rocks. Yeah. And there's a whole group of them. There's like all of them. They're just sitting there, watch each other. They've got all the gear, and they're hardcore, hardcore climbers, and they're badass as well. And they've been doing it for a long time. And so rock climbing, which I thought was a somewhat niche activity and maybe it is maybe even the fact that you know only a very small percentage of all korean people go rock climbing that small percentage of 10 million people is still a lot of people
0: i every single club you can think of there is a club here i'm i have a student yeah if you're curious like i was just
2: gonna say if anybody's listening if you think your hobby is like esoteric and strange i challenge you Mm -hmm. to just google it or even better, neighbor it if you can translate it for yourself, and then type in like soul. You'll be really surprised. Like downstairs for me, there's a, a little storefront place where a ladies teaching macrame. So if that's your jam, gen- <laughs> that's, <on the> <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: on the list.
1: Your, your list is pretty extensive. I'm, it is. I'm, I'm telling
0: you, man. These people, I got, I got more than hundred commenters because this this kind of conversation right. really fired people up. They're really excited yeah. about this. And I, I people want to it, talk about you know, what they
1: like doing, so it, it yeah. makes sense. That's well, cool. so
0: I so I had a student uh, a long time ago. Not uh, this is a he uh, was a comp- a company worker uh, guy, and uh, his hobby was hang gliding. Um, nice. It was so new in Korea that these crazy mother efforts built their own hang gliders. What? Like they didn't buy what? them. They didn't buy. They didn't buy them from like a professional hang gliding. Now they do, but at the time sure. it was so new that they uh, would build their own, and then they would go hang gliding, and they did that until somebody died, and then uh, after uh, a person died. Uh, I don't know why wow. I'm telling the story. I, sh- I it's fascinating. Uh, but somebody did pass That's away. Epic. Someone, someone crash they landed. Made their own yeah. They would, they would design their own. I mean, these guys were, these guys were engineers. I mean, they were, you know, like, uh, worked wow. for Tucson or something. Um, but, uh, it was fascinating. I was like, my God, you're, you're nuts. But that was what he loved doing. And, uh, his That's mother amazing. was so scared. She bought him a life insurance policy just, uh, <laughs> out of fear. That, uh, you know, something would, bad would happen to him or, or uh, insurance policy so that if he crashes, he can, you know. Get the I would best say, that's an
1: interesting one that gets me thinking, because one hobby, one thing that I wanted to try and do here and wasn't able to find, although I haven't looked recently, and this was already a bunch of years, is um, I wanted to try and go skydiving here. In yeah. Korea. Um, and because I've, I've been skydiving back in the States, but only a couple of times since so I was like, I just want to do it again. It's, it's fun to throw yourself out of an airplane um and and i couldn't find it here in korea at the time when i was looking now, again this was a bunch of years ago already i haven't looked recently but i think that that with certain sports about like being in the air and airfare things are a little bit more regulated here because of the fact oh, that we're still technically at war with the north right. and things like that yeah so i think that's why skydiving was difficult to find um but again, this was a very long time ago, and it's it's entirely possible that's a thing now. Yeah, I, I don't know see, that like, not flying. gliding, but what's paragliding? Para- yeah. I know that's common here in Korea.
2: Um, or not I've common, but... People, uh, when I've been, been on my bike, on on bike tours, I've seen people in ultralights. Yeah, like okay. A lot of guys in Wisconsin have them. Like, you know, these things yeah, yeah. like a little cart with, with a chute behind it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah i've seen those here okay oh well countries. one of the one of the guys that i talked to uh in the facebook group said he got into racing motorcycle racing car racing so there there are what? tracks wow. where you can go out and you can do uh, car racing um i mean i know i've had students yeah, who test those in my, my bicycle
2: too going south like towards somewhere between i mean it's a long shot but somewhere between here and daegu there's an area where i've seen like uh motocross yeah um,
0: right yeah. yeah um you could even go you could even do uh they, they even have horse uh you can ride horses you can uh you can do a horse racing there's a, a racetrack so you can if you're into that sort of thing um wait actually like doing the racing yourself you can't like race on the horse but you can ride right. horses in korea but you okay. can't yeah, uh yeah. you cannot race them unless yeah, no, you're okay. uh i guess a certified jockey I, I yeah well, that's kind of tough that's not a normal hobby. <laughs> I don't know. I'm boy. I'm six foot eight. You know, two, a two meter jockey. <laughs> I, that would be a a sight to see. Um, I was just trying to think of like a couple of other things that uh, we mentioned before. Oh, I, we don't have to bring up hiking because hiking was a, a very popular one. But we've talked about hiking a lot. But it's just ubiquitous. Are, yeah, there's hiking clubs. There's you know hiking groups. So that's that's a, a thing that a lot of the foreigners uh, got into because. I think the, the barrier to entry is so low. I mean, what do you need? Oh, yeah. Literally a pair of shoes and some clothes, you know, some shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, and it's, it's also a cool activity because
2: unlike if you're like uh, going to go biking or running or um, even if you're doing like Taekwondo, like hiking, it's it's way casual like you're talking the whole it's time it's social yeah
0: exactly it's it's, it's, it's mm. hanging out talking you know? <laughs> right, like, yeah, right. yeah. yeah i mean when you're going up you you it might be you might be talking a little less than on your way down yeah but, uh it's probably the
2: best on this list if you if you really want to be social i think or golf
0: some hiking trails Golf's as well for list people yeah.
2: listening some hiking trails are
1: pretty uh pretty gnarly here in korea exactly. they're not very long like the mountains here aren't very tall because you know we're on a small peninsula that's near near uh, sea level, of course. but uh, some of them like you're you're pulling yourself up ropes and things like, yeah, they're, sure. they're like even even, even
2: right in the city, like if you go behind our campus, like uh, uh, Guanaxon, mm. like kind of the main trail of Guanaxon. That's a son of a bitch. Like, I mean, I challenge. I don't, I don't get. it? Like, I'm going like, no. from
0: a hundred building to three hundred building at your campus is a son of a bitch, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm just saying. Like, you know, people are like, "Yeah, I'm really fit. Yeah, you, you're, you might, might get up there, uh, but you're gonna break a sweat. I mean, that's it's a journey, you know? and yeah. it's it's gonna take your day, and you're gonna sleep really well. And yeah. that's right here in the city. That's I can awesome. see it directly yeah. off my roof.
0: You literally just walk out of your house and just get a great workout. I mean, it's, it's so, mm-hmm. um, and, and meet people. Uh, there's a running club. Uh, I think it's yeah, called, I uh, I, yeah. I, I believe the name of it is soul flyers club. That was, is that the one you recommended Ryan? Was that? No. Okay. So I'm
2: not, I'm not part of the club. I've never paid the dues. Yeah. Um, I've been aware of them because I've been to like running shops and stuff and I have met some people that are in it. Um, I've had a couple of students that um, have been in it. The Soul Flyers Club is pretty cool for uh, if you're a foreigner, because that's kind of its origin and why it exists. It's old. I think it goes back to like 2005 or something. It's, yeah, it's I think so. Yeah. The The purpose of it, and you could probably understand this, like imagine you drop into Soul and you want to, and your hobby is running, long distance running, and you just want to like, you know, every year you do a couple five K's or a 10 K or maybe even like a marathon or half marathon. How do you find these events? You know, if it's like the sole marathon, you're going to see that it'll be around you. But for other types of like fun runs and things like this, it's not the easiest thing to search, at least especially, you know, back then. So you they create get this plugged plug. in. You know, yeah.
0: And that's what it does. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's a way to get plugged in. Um, they, if you go on their website, you can check it out. They boast of having a really eclectic group, which I'm sure is the case. People from all around the world, mm-hmm. um, from you know, from Asia, Scandinavia, I mean, anywhere, South America, everywhere. Uh, so it's it's pretty great. Um, they share running routes too, and I know I've talked about this before, but I just I want to sell it to the audience because it was such a wake up for me. I like running. I've always liked running. I've always preferred to run in nature, right? I mean, that makes sense. Trail running, right? Yeah. Fresh air. I, yeah. I agree. I, I used to do like, a bit of running back
1: home, but... Yeah, like, where, what, what would be failure, better, like, wait, not,
2: wait, 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 Here, here's here's the here's the twist. <laughs> Normally, like, Wisconsin has a lot of uh, running culture. It's very flat and relatively clean air, lots of open space. Um, you would think that would be better. And I'm not saying one's better or worse, but... I've come to really love urban running because of Korea, because of Seoul with, and I think I said this in the, in the previous podcast, but again, it bears repeating because it's really cool. If you're a runner, I really encourage you to give it a go in a, a dense urban place like Seoul where instead of running, like you have to run a loop, you can run any distance you want. So like when I go out, I rarely decide like today I'm running 20 K, you know, like that's a massive day for me. I rarely decide that. In fact, the last 20 Ks that I've run, I've never planned any of them. It just Mm. happens. And it can, because you never have to think where's my turnaround or what is the trail I'm on? You don't have to have a trail. You can just go out your door and run. And when you're done taxi subway bus, like, there's always a way home, right. and you've got uh, you know the bike trails you can run on, isolated from traffic, real easy to route using neighbor maps or like the Soul Flyers Club. People post their popular run routes. They share stuff like this, and yeah, it's it's just a fantastic um, a fantastic way to to do that hobby. Like if you're running in a in the countryside, yep, fresh air. It's really nice much more peaceful much more beautiful but what's really nice in the city is maybe you run a 10k and you're feeling amped but man you just really need like some water some gatorade you need to use a bathroom or something it's no problem anywhere you are you've got facilities for everything you could stop and have lunch and then go run another 10k (laughs) yeah it's really nice
0: yeah that's uh that that is very interesting i i i can kind of see your point actually and uh and I think we talked about this too, is that that uh, there is some nature kind of embedded in in the urban uh, yeah. sphere or whatever. And so you're you know you're, you're still uh, you might be near a mountain, even though you're still near a convenience of, store. E- you know? Even oh, if it's, even
1: it's, without the mountains yeah. for running at least, or or biking or skateboarding, there's a lot of a lot of rivers, a lot of flat oh, places yeah. to run That's in true. Seoul, which are which are easy. So even. It's often it's it's easy to forget how much nature there is in Seoul because I mean it, it's it's a you know it's a jungle it's it's a it's a concrete yeah. jungle but there's a surprising amount of trees and 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 streams and and yeah, mountains streams, all mixed man. throughout.
2: That's that's a really good point, especially for runners, runners and bikers. But like, okay, everybody knows you look at a map of Seoul. What do you see? The big river in the middle, right? Okay, well, obviously that big river, the Han river, you can go running on that, you can go biking on that. And it's nice flat land, really easy, right? Next to the river is always gonna be flat, but you can live anywhere in the city and you're going to be near a trail next to a river because even if you're not near the Han river, there's tributaries going to the Han yeah. and they all have paved, um, segregated from traffic, mm-hmm. uh, bicycle slash walking paths. And there's mm-hmm. both bicycle and walking path and you can go run there
0: some like, of even, some of them even have that rubberized um uh kind of ground right where it's it's, it's, it's a little it, give maybe yeah, yeah it has a little yeah. bit of give too so it's not so so hard on your joints and stuff um well like along the river as well there's, I run, there's one of the i run barefoot bigger rivers oh, you're yes. barefoot then yeah for sure. yeah so yeah. the the last two years
2: i've been slowly like switching over to barefoot running and um yeah you you can easily run barefoot on these trails because they're just kept so well
0: yeah so that so so we can so I think we've uh, debunked that idea where you know the uh, I I I use teacher as a, a euphemism for you know expat, but there of course could be students or or anybody else. But that idea that oh I, I can't make any friends in Korea. It's it's impossible to meet people in Korea. I, it's just Jack. I'd like to. True, I'd like right?
1: to. I'm curious what you have on your list because pretty much all of the activities we've talked about make it sound like we're the most healthy people on the planet. <laughs> the, um, let me, let, like, me like, let me let me like, this. Running, yeah. biking, hiking. No, no, no. Like, the only um, time
0: you'll see me running is if I'm being chased by something. So uh, that that's the only the subway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, in Wisconsin there would be you know there's a bear. If you see me running, there's, there's a bear <laughs> nearby. You know um but i i will say that i mean yeah. korea
1: like it's very easy to stay healthy and and you know there's there's health clubs and yoga and pilates all over the place but what do you have on your list that people have suggested that were not
0: yeah uh, well, okay I'll, let activities. me do let me do the last couple of physicals because this one's really funny oh, okay i got one more uh was uh well pilates is one that's that's become popular recently but also uh some a couple of people in the commenters were into pole dancing so my wife uh, got
1: really into that a few years ago before she had back problems actually she she loved it she said it was super fun
0: yeah Uh, it's a um great exercise yeah that was uh so there's i think i think pole dancing and also the one where they have like um you know when you go to like cirque du soleil or whatever and they have those those like long um like cloths you know like they're, there's flying
1: they're, yoga you might yeah think flying, flying yoga. yoga that's
0: what i'm that's what yeah. i'm thinking my of. wife yeah. also
1: did that before she okay. had back problems a couple of years ago those are yeah pole dancing i will say because my wife was doing that for a while that's um i mean it's not cheap actually it, it the the those studios tend to be a little bit more expensive because they need a lot more mm-hmm. space because and you and know you can only pay like
0: in uh in chan wans right no i'm sorry <laughs> that was a bad joke okay bad terrible joke. <laughs> terrible joke <laughs> that was yeah. so bad um, that was so bad but uh yeah
1: no so pole dancing is yeah definitely a thing um and it's there's quite a few of them my wife found quite a few there weren't unfortunately any in an our neighborhood she she had to commute to yeah a, um, it sounds like, it like something in gangnam
0: or, or it was yeah, very something. yeah
1: she was going to gangnam at the time yeah. i don't remember exactly where but something like that but yeah um yeah. again every hobby so so what have you got that's not physical on that list i'm curious what, what are people learning or doing yeah
0: age? okay yeah so it's, so i kind of broke it up into like um uh sports and leisure so as far as leisure is one one person had an interesting idea he said uh, he or she said you know start a conversation with a korean person about food you just just talk you know because um korean people love to talk about their cuisine and so i thought that was kind of interesting it's like a pretty clever wait because you you know i mean if you watch tv in korea every third channel is some kind of food yeah it's like that's
2: that's one of the observations that i've heard many people make like when you turn on korean television you surf the channels what do you get you've got food fishing and video games (laughs) right right. things that you notice like are more than what would be at home there's more i mean that's a
1: word that's that's in english now is mukbang right it's the eating programs and that's a korean thing but it's, it's in English, like you see people talking about their mukbang shows and in, that's in, how, how American YouTubers talk about it as well. So yeah, food yeah. is definitely. And definitely so big. and these
0: are not exactly just like um, activities, but these are also uh, ways to you know, communicate with people. So to, to overcome the language barrier, um, some of the people uh, mentioned using, you know, just like Google Translate, uh, PapaGo, Duolingo, those kinds of things are, are good tools. Um, but as far as activities go, uh one of them is gardening a, a couple of people were getting into mm. gardening so if you have a uh, you'd kind of need like access to a rooftop where they have Which some kind of
2: thing i think though like right yeah. i mean that's one thing that is kind of neat about korea if you get a little bit of elevation you look out at the rooftops what do you see you see a lot of people growing stuff
0: a lot of urban gardening
2: yeah yeah or yeah, rooftop the... gardening is very common here yeah we're doing a time here
0: i mean you could go to like uh you could go to I think we talked about this before, but like a, a really nice apartment complex, and you see like a Mercedes, a BMW, and then one whole car uh, parking spot is like dried, uh, uh, what, what what do you call them? Uh, peppers. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's just like, seen, a just lot like of, what the um, hell? Like It's just like a parking spot full of dried peppers. That's, you know, some... I, I've seen a lot moment. on the
1: river as well, where people, uh, I don't know exactly like how they set these up. But when I'm when I'm biking on the river, I'll see like little farm plots along along the river that, yeah. that people have set up, and oh, I'm yeah. not sure if they're like I don't think they're city design. Like maybe some maybe it's like a club or some neighborhood group. I think like you they can have, rent you know, this x plot
2: a little or, spot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so lived, urban gardens. In, uh, Boston, there was uh, an area like that. I think New York had one. Chicago has one. Yeah, that's like you you rent like a little plot of land. Kind of what like I'm guessing plan. they are.
0: A yeah. hobby garden yeah um so yeah urban gardening um he, motorcycle club you know those those you see like uh you know five or six guys on these choppers and they got uh, leather jackets on and they look you know super scary and it's super loud <laughs> this this guy uh that i talked to uh said they are the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life like they just took them under their wing and he took tours all across uh, the all right. country. On a, Now you'd have to be here for a while. That's a lot of teaching money to buy a chopper. I imagine, uh, a, a, you know, mm. a, a Harley Davidson or something, and you're going to have to spend some money to uh, maintain it. But uh, that was something that somebody uh, really, really enjoyed. So uh, you that'd know, probably be a cool way to, to get around the
2: country. Husband, my girlfriend's sister's boyfriend, he's a Harley guy from the States. And he just recently got plugged in with them. Yeah.
0: And yeah, same story. So
1: they're really cool. That'd be a like, good way to get around yeah. the country too, because you can't take uh, motorcycles on the, the freeways, So it forces no. you to use back roads.
0: You have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, a couple of other ones. You know, some of these are, are, are kind of obvious, like taking language class, you know, studying uh, Korean. But it doesn't have to be limited to Korean. Uh, I, I know uh, uh, a guy that uh, takes a Spanish class. You know, studying Spanish. So, I mean, there is, I mean, it's a big city. You can probably learn Arabic if you wanted to. You could, you know, anything. So um, if you're not into, if you don't, I mean, it makes sense to learn Korean to me, (laughs) but if it's not your thing and you you want, or you already know how to speak Korean and you want to learn something else, there's, you know, language classes are great places to meet people. Uh, Photography, um, cooking classes. um, Mm, Hanging out at coffee shops, um, s- learning how to sew. One one woman uh, said she used the pandemic time to actually uh, learn how to sew uh, using like YouTube tutorials. So she got kind of into sewing and stuff like that. Um, not. Well, exactly I mean, that's just a-, a
1: beautiful thing about the internet is is you can do anything from home, and the pandemic has only made that better. Like <laughs> I there's, know, there's- yeah. There's well, videos for everything these days.
0: Or, or or you can look at all the things that you should have done with that the two years that you squandered right. watching Netflix. Um, Stitch and Bitch. Have you ever heard of that before? Stitch and Bitch? Is that a
1: sewing club or a knitting club? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Right. it's like I think a macrame, I've heard of it. Uh, See, I was afraid to reply mm-hmm. to that comment because I was like, I don't know what that means. Is it something, you know, uh, you know, rude or, or whatever? But yes, yeah, I asked the person They said, it's just like a sewing club. Like uh, you you get together, you crochet and you gossip. And so there are clubs like that. You can literally join that club. Um, This one was uh, pretty interesting. This was uh, the Korean Traditional Performing Arts Center used to, this is 20 years ago, but they used to offer free classes with uh, some English um, and you could learn traditional Korean instruments like the gayagum and ah, uh, nice. some stuff like oh. that. So if you're a guitar player, you might actually be able to take to the. I mean, the gayagum looks more difficult than the guitar, but uh, Yeah, sorry, my pronunciation is terrible. But uh, <laughs> I, how would you? I, what is the? What does it look like, Kevin? How would you describe that thing? Gayagum.
1: It's yeah,
0: it's a string instrument,
1: but it's it's horizontal. It's it's laid out on the table. Kind of sits um, in your lap,
0: right? Or, Something like usually that? on a table. They're t- a table. too big for a
1: lap. It, okay. It's set out on a table in front of you, and there's a bunch of strings that just go, you know, from left to right. And it, they're usually it's it's still a, a plucking instrument. It's not a bow instrument, although I've seen people use bows on them as well. And I don't. There's no frets, so it's much more like. Uh, they um, yeah they're one, whole, they? they're
0: they're pushing yeah they're using both hands, or something using just, both yeah. hands and they're plucking and uh, if you want to listen to there's an, an amazing. Example. Oh yeah, go for yeah. It. The the a YouTube channel. This girl uh, does What's like uh, Jimi Hendrix covers and stuff like that. Like it's fantastic.
1: I'll plug Edels. her because yeah, it's badass.
0: Yeah, pl- I'll plug find her. it really
1: quick. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah while, She does. She's, she's awesome.
0: While you're finding that, um, I I told a, a friend of mine. He put together. He's a uh, he started a company called LEP, and LEP stands for um, what does it stand for? I'm sorry. Uh language exchange party and what he does and so if you go on to uh Facebook and you look up LEP language exchange party he actually has um, they they will meet in certain bars restaurants cafes and you can get together and you can speak Korean to other people that are learning Korean and they kind of enforce like an only Korean I think um,
1: that's That's nowhere near a new idea, though. There were clubs of the same exact thing that I went to in Hongdae when I was new to Korea, where it was like basically like a a language night, Mm -hmm. basically, where it was for young people to go and they would like rent out kind of a studio of some kind. And I, you'd pay like five bucks to get in. So you'd Yeah, get like, his you is know, just like 10 some, bucks. Some drinks. Yeah. And this was 10 years ago um, yeah. or more. And, and so you'd go in. And the idea behind it was that they would have like, it would, I think they would change hours. It would be like, okay, now everyone speaks Korean for an hour. Now everyone speaks English. Or there was something like that. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. But it was it was the, a very classic idea of combining combining our two favorite activities on a Friday night of of drinking and trying to speak the language.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's cool to see it organized, you know? Um, one of the, uh, I'll, 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 I'll hurry through some of these lists, but um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Toastmasters. Are you? Uh, one of our coworkers
1: that? is super into it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his identity here. Pretty much. He's like the Toastmasters guy.
0: Yeah.
2: He's
0: yeah. Like, I've never,
2: I haven't he's, done it. Has he won, like, some titles and stuff? Like, I've seen some stuff on Maybe. his desk. <laughs> he's he's he all does, about it. Uh, he's really stoked on learning Korean language as well, Korean culture. And uh, I'm pretty sure he does his Toastmasters also in Korean.
1: Yeah, and he in does both.
2: Spanish, too. So, yeah, um, definitely, a, um, if anybody is familiar with Toastmasters, where you're from, you can find it here. And, again, yeah. in Spanish. English I actually had,
0: oh, a co a former coworker of mine at our our university was was a member of toastmasters as well just uh <clears throat> you know if you're uh into public speaking and your teacher it's good practice you know just really hone that skill um swing dancing salsa dancing not really my i salsa uh, classes I've yeah salsa not my thing here, but
2: actually. yeah that was you salsa. guys miss camping like camping is definitely something we got to talk about oh like, yeah It's pretty simple to summarize, too, like if you like camping, if you like the outdoors and you're coming to Korea and you probably see all these pictures online, if you type in Korea, what are you going to see? You're going to see probably lots of urban pictures, right? And see things like whatever, Seoul. But uh, and you might see some beautiful landscapes and wonder, hey, is that accessible? How do I do that? You can, I know we talked this in a different podcast, but it bears repeating because I think this is a unique thing for Korea compared to many other countries I've traveled to is that you can be in the middle, like I am next to Seoul Station. I can get on a subway in about maybe 45 minutes, an hour. I can be in a place where I can rent a tent. They will provide you with all the things you need for camping and you can go camping for the night. Yeah. Um, This this is different,
1: just to, to, to be clear, this is very different from like
2: backpacking Camping. Well, you can do that also. There's that's, both, hard to, that's harder I'm to right. find. That's harder right. to find for campsites here, right? You have to dig in a little bit if you want to go. Well, it's the same thing if you're in the states, like if you want to go back country, you know. You got I'm from a small
1: camp. town for me. It was really, it, I was surprised at how hard it was because in Flagstaff, you just like literally start walking out and you're like, I'm oh, gonna yeah. go
2: camp <laughs> and you're in the forest. So it's you're gonna have a little more challenge here. Um, but yeah I mean, I've been on my bike and I've free camped and lit a fire, you know, and you know responsibly
0: and did my thing uh yeah i mean but that's I've never the had- cool thing is you can go from where you're talking about, which is like real you know salt of the earth camping all the way up to like glamping where it's basically uh a, a hotel room with uh you know canvas. Uh, wall. Yeah, you, you, know? you can get a tent with Glamping an air conditioning nice. unit in it. An a air conditioning unit, yeah,
2: and a refrigerator and a mattress. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and I've got yeah. nothing against that, man. Like, and I know a lot of people are like it, Glamping's not camping; it's stupid. No, it's not, man. Glamping's awesome.
0: If it's I, fun, well, glamping's
2: fantastic. It's great. I don't you know? I don't consider
1: it camping, but it is fantastic. It's <laughs> its
2: own thing. It's its own yeah, thing. It's
1: it's its own thing.
0: thing. It's but it's great. Oh, i love
2: it
1: but yeah so i mean really yeah. like, like we said you know seoul has everything and, and korea by extension has more it's like if there's something you can't find in seoul like surfing go outside of seoul and you'll be able to find it yeah, um, there, there aren't great waves here i was gonna but throw that
0: there yeah paddle boarding and surfing um barbecues disc golf you can find disc golf i'll tell you another one that's not on the list I but need they, to wear, they're wear, ultimate who, who frisbee at the Hong uh who said disc golf uh where, I, you know I don't where know go? somebody somebody is into disc golf they uh i think it's, you, you have to go so much you have to go young outside Jay. of uh you got to go out a little bit in, into look uh, the into the country that. to to find it i think yeah. young Jay. I, I think young Jay park might have have a course i miss
1: not, i miss mm-hmm. disking back home but we, we used to do backcountry discing, just throwing throwing discs at trees did you ever do, it's a little bit more manicured well did you
0: ever do uh ultimate i have my disc ultimate here. frisbee brought, no
1: Oh, that's okay. different I, I just would go disc golfing i have my discs i brought yeah. my discs from from the states i've got a putter and two drivers
0: i just <laughs> looked it up
2: for anybody listening uh seoul has two disc golf courses near world cup stadium okay. um it's written in english i don't know how to say this nanji nanji chung uh, oh nanji park and uh looks like no i don't know where that is i wonder what discing is like here and normal golf of course and
1: and, and yeah i mean golf normal golf everything. is just
0: yeah but yeah it's it's a ton it looks like the real deal man you should yeah. check it out next um that sounds very stuff. cool um are you are you guys also uh familiar with uh like tabletop games like D and stuff like that like that is oh also, yeah I, I i dm or i used to oh you're a dm oh you're a dungeon master <laughs> I was, okay well I was. respect before before pandemic stopped me yeah. I, I was um, I've never. I don't know anything about it, but I know that uh, I had a friend in my jujitsu class who was also a member of um, uh, a D and D club, and so he would go to Shinchan and uh, he would uh, uh, play D and D that with uh, some guys around that area. So, um, oh, I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Like we we we're totally not on the list. You're looking for
2: things that are not physical. Like what about both um, PC bongs and game cafes? Yeah. So like PC Bong, most people that are looking at Korea or are here, you're obviously familiar with it. So PC Bong is a room filled with a ton of computers and you play video games. Um, you've probably seen images of this. And then uh, Game Cafe, it's like a coffee shop slash restaurant type place where you can play everything from like, I don't know, Catan to uh, cards or um, uh, D&D. Yeah, every and game. Piles and... and piles and piles of games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a cool place to go because you're going to find Koreans there that will want to like hang out because, of course, you know, practicing language, but they're going to want to make foreigner friends, which is you. So that's a good way to make friends.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's you're really not limited to it. It doesn't have to be an athletic, you know, uh, thing. It can be, like you said, something uh, more, more intellectual pursuit or whatever. I think um, just uh, as a last note here. Um, I've even know, I've even uh, seen on Facebook some writing groups. So if you're into if your hobby is writing, uh, they will you can meet uh, once a week or or once a month down in Itaewon at a cafe somewhere, and you actually critique each other's work. So if you need that kind of uh, you know support and, and motivation, because sometimes you know when you're writing, um, it's it's tough to to stay on top of it. But if you have some kind of external motivator, where okay, I got to get these many pages done by this time. Or if you just, you know, if you're like me and uh, you got you a little bit lazy to read books, uh, join a book club. I mean, there are the, the you know.
2: Did we did we mention Soul Meetup?
0: I don't think so. We have an other
1: we have an other podcast. We have an other episodes.
2: Right. So yeah, we're kind of overlapping a little bit, but it's worth just mm-hmm. putting it in here too. People don't hear Let's just finish up with
0: things. that then, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah. And and where yeah, can so you find it too? Like, so people know where to go look for this sort of thing. We
2: can put the link in the, in the um, description for the video or wherever you guys were publishing this. Um, but meetup is just like, it's in multiple cities. It's a, a website. It's also probably an app at this point. I haven't used it in years, Yeah. but yeah, um, in years gone by, I have, um, you can find anything it's meetup. And again, you're in a city of, you know, 20 million people, you're going to find a a group that's into your thing. Um, meditation groups. Uh, one of my friends, he did weekly, um, it was like soul, soul philosophers circle or something. And they would just talk about, um, philosophy. They pick a different. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really just any of your interests. It's a really good resource. Uh, it was for me at one point in time and I might use it again in the future when I have some more free time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so,
1: I'm, I mean, like we said yeah. at the very beginning, it's, we live in a city of millions and millions of millions of people. If there's a hobby you can't find here, please let us know.
0: But even I'm, for those those, of those in Daegu, those in Busan, those in Gyeonggi, like where I live, you can still find this stuff here too. You true, don't have to true, go to Seoul. Like you, you, you might, it might take a little bit more work to, you know, a little more searching online, but you can, these groups exist all over the place. And, uh, you know, instead of just, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to bash Hongdae and Itaewon. That's, you know, it's like cheesecake, but, uh, eat your vegetables, you know, uh, join a book club, uh, do something, uh, you know, that's, that's a little bit healthier too. And I think those friendships that you make, through those groups are, are really profound and, and, and strong. And I, I know you guys are a testament to that because you've uh, made friends by doing those kinds of activities. So uh, I don't know, do we leave anything on uh, for this app? Oh, we um, left a lot of things on said, but a you lot, can still right? find it all. <laughs> <laughs> this is only part but one of a 10 part series where, uh, you know, no, we're, we're uh,
1: going to list every possible hobby available to human beings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh, this was really eye opening to me because I I didn't really uh even realize what the ex- the extent to which uh some of these things uh, uh you know the extent to which they were available nice. so it's very cool to me. Um so anyway uh listeners out there you guys know where to find us uh just go to the soulpatch.com uh it's a one stop shop you can stream the episode right there. Um you can go to our YouTube channel if you like to uh look at our Wonderful, beautiful faces while you uh, listen to the podcast. Um, you can also, uh, I don't know, uh, leave a review if you could in Apple Podcasts. That will really, really uh, help us out if you could uh, just leave a review in Apple Podcasts. And uh, I guess we'll uh, catch you next week at the patch. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Later. Later. Nice to you guys.
1: People
2: that made me what I am today what I am today. It's all my love, it's all my love. The quiet man's all my love, it's all my love. It's all my love. It's all my love. It's all my love. the brain. It's all my love. It's all my love. Hey, Bobby, let the faith go.
1: me a diamond on it.